Hey, Top Fans, it's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry with Jackson. And of course, we're doing our TopFanRivalry.com weekly review. A lot of fun stuff has happened. Today is the 19th of May. Lots of things have happened in the MLB. Lots of things have happened to some good teams. And so, Jackson, let's just run through them. What do you got? I mean, uh, St. Louis, uh, they've suffered a couple injuries. Dylan Carlson heading to the injured list, but they've called up both their top prospects. So that should be exciting. Nolan Gorman looks pretty legit at the AAA level. He has like 15 home runs already or something. I'm surprised they waited this long to call call him up. And then Ab- Adam Libator, I believe is his name, coming yep. up. Big lefty should help that pitching staff out. Yeah, I saw that. It, it's going to be awesome for the cards. Um, one of the things that I noticed this week is the Yankees are now 28 and 10, and they're doing what they're supposed to do, not only – kind of beating up on division rivals, but they're beating up on some of the weaker teams. They, they won three games. Uh, I believe it was three games with the Orioles this last week. So they're doing the way the schedules are listed with, you know, you're playing so many games in your division. They're just beating up on the teams in their division. So good for them. 28 and 10 isn't a bad start. Yeah. I mean, it, that's sustained success is the, is the key, isn't it? Staying yep, healthy exactly. is a bigger key. Um, and, you know, speaking of teams that don't have a lot of sustained success, there's teams already talking about selling. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is, rumors are floating around that executives already try to dangle trade bait with some of the injuries that we, we might talk about a couple of those later. But I heard the big guy on the market could be Juan Soto on the market, which would be very interesting for a lot of the contending teams who doesn't want to add a left-handed bat who's literally Ted Williams. If you compare his first 500 games to Ted Williams, he's the only player with 400 walks and 500 hits or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely and, ridiculous. And Juan can add, um, Juan can add that bat and he can add it to the contenders already or the ones that are, are just on the borderline of being contenders. That if they do a couple of good things, they could get in, sneak into a wild card, may not win the division, but sneak into a wild card. That's crazy to think that Juan Soto's on that market, man. What's going on there in Washington? Um, staying with my same thought on records and whatnot. Um, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. The Dodgers had a very unique week. Oops. The Dodgers had a very, very unique week um, in the sense that they lost three out of four to Philly, but they won Sunday's game. Okay. Saturday, they did not look good. Friday, they did not look good. Saturday, they won the game. And then they took all four games from Arizona this last week. And some of it was a home run hit parade. I mean, some of it was crazy. So hats off to the Dodgers. Um, they are now, uh, they've now won five in a row and currently sit at the top of the, the National League West. One of the things that I mentioned about, you know, the Dodgers early on before the uh, season started with um with Fernando Tatis being out was I mentioned the Dodgers need to be anywhere from five plus games above, um, above the Padres when Fernando Tatis comes back, um, which right now they're 25 and 12 and they're a game and a half up. So not being a Dodger homer, but you know, Hey, listen, they won five in a row. You got to talk about that. This is a weekly review, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. Jackson, what do you got? What's your last one? My probably the biggest weekly highlight, the most noteworthy thing is the Pirates won without getting a hit. Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> Apparently, the Pirates are so bad they're good. You know, even when they get no hit, 
they're able to do something. They've they've looked uh, they've had flashes of decency this year. Things are looking up in Pittsburgh, which is good for them and their fan base, despite their terrible owners and unwilling yeah. to suspend. You know, winning a game without a hit the first time since two thousand eight when the Dodgers beat the Angels. Yeah, when you get no hit and you still win the game, amazing, amazing. So there you go. Okay, final thought on my side. Kind of a sad note. The Mets have built their pitching staff around Jacob DeGrom and Mad Max Scherzer. Um, Mad Max took himself out of the game yesterday with discomfort. It came out today that he has an oblique injury. He's out at a bare minimum six to eight weeks. So if we're coming up at the end of May, you're looking at the end of July, maybe early August before Mad Max back in there's not really a timetable for Jacob DeGrom. So I feel for you, Mad Max. I, I hope you get better. Um, but it's it's sad because the Mets are leading that division. And without that pitching, it's going to be a long, hard summer. Long, hard summer. Yeah. I mean, as a Braves fan, <clears throat> it's like you don't want the other guys to get hurt. But, you know, we're sitting four games under 500. So it might be kind of the spark that the team needs to kind of get back into it. Same with the Phillies, you know. Early on, the early assessment is both teams are kind of, you know, DOA dead on arrival. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's big. It's going to change the whole outlook of the NLEs, and it's going to make those divisional games that's just that much more important for every team involved, including Miami, who's kind of hanging in there as well. Miami is one of those those teams, though, that are on the cusp. They, with one or two roster moves, they can make a wild card push. And the reason why I pick Philly to win the NLEs to not – not the Braves or um, or uh, the Mets was because I knew if the Mets lost their two starters, it was going to get hard for them. With Atlanta, I wasn't quite sure how Olsen would play out without Freeman. And I wasn't sure how Ronald Acuna Jr. when he came back would play out, like, you know, where the offense would lie. So it was just, you know, one of those things. It wasn't a personal thing. It was just kind of a, how does this all play play itself out? And Right now, you can call me Bill O'Domus on the on the side of, of the Mets because, you know, ouch, right? You can't lose these guys. So Yeah, I mean, we still got 120 games left to play, so plenty of baseball. Exactly. Plenty exactly. more recaps on the way, too, every week. Every Thursday, we'll go. record them. They'll go up every Saturday. Every Saturday, every Saturday. So, top fans, every Saturday, uh, take a listen to our, our 10 to 12 minute report for you. Also, uh, go on um, if you want locker room access and be able to see things behind uh, the locker room doors. Uh, go and enter the code Jackson. You'll get a discount on that. Also, the merchandise, you get a discount on that. And look for some interesting announcements to come from Top Fan as far as those two things are coming up um, this next week. So, Top fans, hope you enjoyed it. Jackson, as always, you are a rock star. When I grow up, I want to be as good as you. <laughs> My problem is, Jackson, I don't plan on growing up. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> now I'm in trouble. Top fans, enjoy. We'll talk to you soon.